Jenny Carlson. I'm Barry Trammell. Welcome to the Jenny and Barry Show. Well, All-Star Weekend is here. The NBA season takes a short detour and breather, and lots of fans feel like it's a great time to take a break, too. That's because they don't exactly care to watch what happens during All-Star Weekend. Dunk contest, the skills contest, the game itself, it's not exactly must-see TV. But it could be. Barry and I are here to help with some ideas to improve All-Star Weekend. But first, we want to say thanks to these sponsors for supporting the Jenny and Barry Show. The Oklahoma Ford Dealers Association, MidFirst Bank, Next Gen Roofing, Two Fellows Movers, National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, 988, Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. And let's face it, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to when you're moving. Nobody wants to help you. We know two fellas who love moving. A two fellas moving company, we offer free, no strings quotes for your move. With more than 20 years experience, we've pretty much moved it all. Our services don't end up moving either. Need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning? We've got you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, all quotes are free and there are absolutely no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, make sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. All right, Barry, I don't know about you, but All-Star Weekend rolls around and I have a hard time getting all that fired up about it. Am I the only one? No, you are in the majority. Um, America is uh, largely uh, ambivalent about the NBA All-Star Game. You know, all-star games in general are sort of passe. Yeah. The uh, the Pro Bowl is gone. The uh, Major League Baseball all-star game is uh, a shadow of its former self. The NHL all-star game was a couple of weeks ago. Did anybody even know it? So The only yeah. reason I knew it is because I think Michael Blue Blay had a press conference in which he was either stoned or drunk or some combination really? thereof. I think it was Michael Blue Blay. If it wasn't, I apologize to Michael Blue Blay, but that's the only reason I knew NHL All-Star Weekend was happening. Well, let me ask you, was it all over the uh, the interwebs, or are you a big Michael Blue Blay fan? Which is <laughs> which is it? I don't know. You know they Internet. had that they had I'm, that I'm, Michael Blue they had that Michael Blue Blay cutout at at uh, Paycom Center for months and months and months because his show got canceled and they left that thing up for I don't know it's probably up eight months. So um, yeah, I don't the the hot. The all-star games are out of, they're sort of out of fashion. And the NBA is probably, well, I mean, the, the baseball is still as good as the NBA, as the NBA but it's, it's None a of tougher, them are popular. Sell, tougher sell than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause no, who wants to watch a watered down version of players and action that we get to see on a nightly basis again and again and again, whether it's, you know, I agree the, 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 the pro bowl, the NFL pro bowl. I'm glad it's gone away because as the game has gotten more focused on player safety, the last thing you want is for some player to go into the Pro Bowl and get hurt, you know, be out there playing like he's, you know, going full bore in a game. I mean, that to me was just foolishness upon foolishness. But yeah. the NBA All-Star Game is at least it resembles sort of like Major League Baseball, an actual game, but pretty clearly. The NBA has a sense that it's not what it needs to be because it's tweaked things repeatedly over the years. I mean, the NBA was conferences West versus East. Then it had a draft. Now it's gone back to conferences versus conferences. 
I mean, is that is that what it should stay at, or is there something else the NBA could do to 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 make the game a better game, Barry? Well, I don't know. How do you feel about U.S. versus international? Would that be fun? Interesting. I haven't even put my a, a, a finger to, or I mean, a, a calculator to it, but I don't know what the breakdown is between uh, U.S. All Stars this year and, and non-U.S. All Stars, but. Uh, but that Seems would be, like it could tilt pretty heavily towards internationals right now. When you think about the MVP race, Jokic, if Embiid was healthy, Shea, Donkic. I mean, the guys at the top of the MVP race are all internationals. Yeah, um, they are, but I don't know about uh, I don't know about the uh, the makeup of the rosters. That when you get down, you might see. Let's see NBA All Star rosters. We'll count them up right here. Uh, Giannis is. Uh, Giannis Embiid, of course Embiid's out, but that's 2-0. Halliburton makes it 2-1. Lillard, 2-2. Jason Tatum, 2-3. Abbott Adebayo, 2-4. Bancaro, 2-5. Scotty Barnes. I think we'd end up with too many too many Americans. Yeah, but, possibly. But whatever you could do, you know, um, that would help. Uh, you know, the in baseball, they've tried to motivate the players, give them home field advantage in the World Series. Uh, that was met with wide derision. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that uh, that would work in basketball. In fact, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't. So uh, I don't know what you can get to what you can do to get guys to play more defense. What's interesting, Jacko, we were having our meeting the other day. I think it's Bobby Howard, I think. But somebody pointed out that, uh, you know, the subsidiary events of All-Star Weekend, the three-point contest, the dunk contest, that's really what the All-Star game is. There's yeah. literally nothing except dunks and three-point shots, uh, some of them from afar away. You know, it's a, it's a 34, yeah. you know, I, I, so I don't know. Um, but basketball is no fun without defense. You know, we've had a 50-year referendum on the Globetrotters. They were popular for almost half a century, and they've been not all that popular for the last half century. So you want real basketball. You want you want resistance when you're seeing top stars play. We don't get it in the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, would it be interesting to have a U.S. versus international or, you know, maybe an age cutoff if you had your older stars yeah. versus your like under 30s, like perhaps? Sign me up. Um, sign me up. I mean, you're, you're a lifelong ageist. You've discriminated <laughs> against us old guys forever. So that I mean, is not true. You'd sit be there cheering for the for the SGA crowd, and I'd be out there cheering on Team LeBron. But I think that'd be fun, don't you? I mean, I think that might work. It it's not it's not that it's not sort of interesting, but I'm not sure it helps the quality of the game. I mean, I think it gets back to this whole idea that you know these guys aren't going to go out there and play like they are going to play the rest of the regular season if they're vying for playoff contention. I mean, they're not going to play the same way. It's just not going to happen. So I don't know if there's any option that gets us to competitive. Now, a couple years ago, the NBA had the Elam ending added to the All-Star game. You know, this is the target score setup where you turn off the clock after three quarters and the winners, whichever team reaches this target score, 24 more points than the leading team after three. I mean, it's a convoluted system, but it sets up a, you know, a competitive-ish fourth quarter. Does that do anything for you to make the All-Star game any better? It doesn't really do it for me because I actually am against the Elam ending. I just think 
tradition wise. I like a game with a clock, those kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. But if I was going to adopt an Elam ending, I think the real games are where you adopt them. That's where we have, you know, the last 90 seconds lasting 42 earth minutes with all the fouls <laughs> and the timeouts. That really doesn't come into a play in the all-star game. So the benefits of the Elam ending don't really apply to the all-star game. So uh, I enjoyed watching it just because I like, I wanted to see the effects and those kinds of things. But yeah, I, I, and I don't know why the NBA scrapped the Elam ending. I don't even know why they scrapped the the, uh, the draft either. Maybe the yeah. players protested, didn't want to do it anymore. But uh, yeah, the, I applaud the NBA for this. They're at least trying stuff. They try yeah. stuff, and then they'll pull it back. I mean, they don't have to, you know, they don't stick with it if they don't like it. But they clearly see there's a problem. Um, I would, you know, I, I like the idea of the All-Star game. I mean, I want, when I was a kid, I enjoyed the heck out of the baseball All-Star game. The NBA All-Star game was not readily, readily available on television when I was a kid. So I don't know. I don't have any memories of watching the NBA All-Star game. But I think I would have. I think I would have enjoyed it because you got, would have gotten to see a lot of players you don't get to see very often. That's one, That's yeah. really the problem of All-Star Games, Jacko. Let's just tell it like it is. In the old days when they were popular, it was a little bit of a, of a coming out party. It's a little bit of a demystification. Oh, there's, there's Lou Hudson from the Atlanta Hawks. I've literally never seen Lou Hudson play basketball. Let's watch this. Yeah. Hey, there's... You know, whoever, there's uh, Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. I don't see Don. If you want to watch Dominique Wilkins now or whoever that, let, pick somebody. You know, if you want to watch Joel Embiid or, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, watch him four nights a week. Yeah, you can see him 82 games. It's, yeah. And he's all the ga- bunch of games on. Even if you don't want to subscribe, there's he's on, you know, once a week or so. Yeah. So the just the allure, the novelty, the... The mystery is gone, and that's what the All-Star Games provided. Yeah. And, you know, in baseball, you know, the idea is that Rocky, Rocky Calavito, we're going to get to watch Rocky Calavito play baseball tonight. We're going to get to see, you know, uh, of, a, of a more recent, Alan Whitaker, I mean, Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker, they're going <laughs> to be on the field tonight, we get to watch them. You know, you get to watch those guys all the time now, so. Yeah, that's a little bit of the problem. Yeah, it's definitely one of the problems. And I'll say this. It would not improve the play. But one thing that I wish all all star games would go back to Barry, I know you're going to love this. I know you're going to love be on board for this idea. Wearing your jerseys, not these jerseys that are East and West or National and American. Wear your jersey. Yes, yes. Now, that was that would have to be the coolest part, especially of All Star baseball games. No, I'm like not. you; I don't remember no, any many no, NBA All Star games. But imagine if you know Shea Gilgis Alexander's out there in his Thunder blue, and he's playing next to LeBron in his Lakers purple. I mean, give me the the jerseys of the guys from the teams that they play on. Best idea in the history of the Jenny and Barry Show, right there. You've just done it. You're <laughs> right. Everybody, one team could wear their whites. Which nobody likes to wear their whites anymore, so that that that'd be a whole nother thing. Yeah. But then pe- people wear their their uh, their colors. That would be fantastic. Yeah. That's not 
American marketing in the 21st century. You got to yeah. have all these, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the next uh, all-star jersey to be sequined um, so that uh, maybe even you can get some of the uh, females interested uh, country and Western crowd or whoever. I don't know who, I don't know who wears sequins. I'm just talking now, but um, yeah, it's, it's in some ways it's a fashion show. Yeah. And in your, in your, uh, scenario it would uh, it would also be a fashion show just a glorious fashion show a better fashion show so yeah yeah, yeah. that would be fantastic i would sign me up for that yeah the off-court fashion has become way more interesting than what we see on the court with the hybrid or with the uh with the home the the, the jerseys that are all the same i mean it, it's way more interesting to see as you know Shea Gildas Alexander going to wear some blue fluffy coat to the game this year, or, or what's he going to put on? I mean, that's way more interesting than what they look like on the court. You're just coming up with another great idea, a way to to merge these two things together. Fashion when show they when they come out for the start for the introductions. Uh, everybody has their their basketball uniform they're going to play in underneath, but you can come out for your for the starting introductions. You can come out in whatever whatever you want to wear. If you want to wear the fur the full length fur coat, who cares? If you want to wear, you know, some sort of a Russell Westbrook clown suit, go ahead. <laughs> whatever you want to wear for the introductions, people can go wild, and then you you flip them off like Batman, like uh, Clark Kent in the uh, in the phone booth. Um, do you ever wonder why Clark Kent changed clothes in a phone booth? I always thought that was strange because yeah, most phone booths you can see through, and he, identity was everything to him. So. I don't know, but I think that's a good idea. Let's, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta appeal to the, the players run the league, the agents run the league, but the players yeah. have all the power. So you gotta appeal to them and maybe, maybe increasing the fashion while taking a little bit of the fashion away over here. That might work. That might work. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. And you mentioned this a, a second ago, talking about our conversation um, earlier amongst our staff, the whole idea of, you know, what Bobby Howard said about what about these contests and what about, we, you know, got the dunk contest, we got the three point shooting, the skills, all this stuff, which has become mildly more entertaining as they've made teams and brought in, uh, you know, maybe G leaguers or WNBA players. But why can't the dunk contest be the best dunk in the game? I think that could make guys get a little I bit more competitive if they knew if they gave up the dunk of the day, that it was going to be all over the highlights. I think maybe including the, those things into the game could be a really interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know how you would sup. I don't know how you'd fill the void on Saturday night. You know, the dunk contest for thirty, you know, for thirty years has been, you know, something they've really marketed. Yeah. Um, I tell you what would be, I tell you one thing that would be cool, and let me tell you what somebody would watch. And you're too young for this. But NBA halftimes used to be the coolest thing of all time. For a couple of years, you know what the NBA had at halftime of their Sunday afternoon broadcast? They had a one-on-one -on -one tournament. Whoa. And in the summer, they would bring guys into empty gyms, and they'd play one-on-one -on -one against each other. And they'd show these games at halftime. Like They'd play to, I don't know, 11 or 13, whatever they played to. Huh. And it was it was like it only take about five or six minutes, and it was fantastic. I want could we get a one on one tournament on NBA Saturday night? Yeah, I, that would be really cool. That Sign would be me cool. up for that because guess what? You'd have a referee, of course, 
But other than that, you got no judges. You know, you don't get a you don't get a nine for missing a dunk in right. a one on one contest. So <laughs> that's my solution. I'm with you. Get rid of the dunk contest. Give a dunk champion from out of the game, and let's play one on one on NBA All Star Saturday night. Well, and because these guys are so competitive and they talk about being unguardable, that would be the ultimate test. You know, can right. can these guys really be unguardable and win a one-on-one contest? We see it often in games, but what about when there's all spotlight on the one-on-one matchup? I think that could be really interesting. I, do you, I think the players would be interested. I don't know what you think about that, but I think they'd be game for that. You would get some of them interested not everybody right. you know I, Jokic well, not everybody's in the dunk contest now that, that you want to see you're dunk. Exactly right. you're exactly nobody's in the dunk contest that you want to see dunk <laughs> we had our man uh uh hamadou diallo was in the dunk contest one year for crying out loud he wasn't even in the thunder rotation he's in the dunk contest yeah. america went around saying who is hamadou diallo <laughs> so i you know i think that's i like it i think that would be good um that I actually like the three-point contest. That's pretty fun. You know, I don't like uh, judges very much. Judging sports yeah. wears on me. So three-point contest, make your shot. You know, we know if it goes in, if it doesn't. So yeah. uh, the, the three-point, I'm okay with. Uh, it's pretty fun. Some of the skills challenges are, are re- reasonably fun. But I think the one-on-one contest would be great. Move the, the dunk contest. That would be... Now that would be cool because you'd have you could have a leader in the clubhouse like um you know ever how you decide who's voting yeah. during the game they could they could meet after a dunk or you know converse or whatever and say hey new leader new leader yeah. you got to beat you know you got to beat Embiid's dunk you got to beat SGA's dunk so I like it I like yeah. it a lot The thing about the three point shooting contest that is interesting is when somebody really gets on a roll and it feels like you're watching the movie Pleasantville when they make every shot they throw at the basket. And it's almost like your brain starts to, you know, what am I seeing here? How is this possible? But you know it's possible with, the, you know, Steph Curry and some of these great shooters that are out there. But the three-point, okay, I could probably get on board with that. And I think, you know, they've added this, uh, the skills, I don't remember what it's called, but when they have the half court shot and they've got the team and right. that's, in, that's interesting because I mean, I think half court shots, people always like watching people shoot half court shots. And usually, yeah. you know, it's not too long before somebody swishes one because that's, that's a shot that players know how to make. So I'm not opposed, opposed to that, but the one-on-one contest. And then I wonder if there's a way to elevate the future stars game because there are really a lot of good young players in the league right now. Um, and I'm sure some years it might not be as good, but that's always an interesting game to me to an extent. I mean, it's not going to be competitive. It's like the all-star game itself. They're not going to play super hard, but that's interesting to me just because you do get to see guys that are of similar age on the floor together. And, you know, you start to be able to compare maybe a little bit a guy that doesn't get to play a ton or gets to play um, you know, is maybe a fourth option on a team. Suddenly you can see, hey, he could actually be a guy that could uh, matriculate up to be a top option. That's always kind of interesting to me. I think I think the Rising Stars has a has a runway to success. And I applaud the NBA because they've done some things with it. You know, now some things are, are with they bring in celebrities, some, you know, to to 
play they play that celebrity game first of all a bunch I don't of beans. watch that at all yeah no that's just nonsense but the uh like uh this year we've got four teams and they're going to play basically short scrimmages and have bracket play and you advance to the to the finals that's sort of fun in other words you don't get stuck watching a full game of the same guys going and you got more drama and so that's good and they've got some you know some uh, past nba stars coaching Pau Gasol and that 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 crowd so they're working on it it's sort of a little bit loopy in that like uh the thunder guys on different teams i think santa clara and case and wallace are on different teams mm-hmm. um maybe holmgren's with santa clara i can't remember anyway it's just uh it's not a it's not a perfect system but uh they're working on it i give the nba credit they are working on it so um, I think that one's salvageable. Yeah, uh, I think that one's salvageable. I don't know that the dunk contest is salvageable anymore because just people. The problem is um, fear of injury, and number yeah. two is just the uh, fear of losing. When your best dunkers don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be uh, end up on social media. Yeah, I don't want people making fun of them. It's like getting posterized. You know, the concept of posterized in a game. But I think. Uh, I think uh, some of the some of the things we've talked about really could work out. I really do. Okay, last question as it relates to improving All Star Weekend is the true answer to all these questions money. I mean, the NBA is not exactly uh, a, a cash strapped league. If they had players get to share a certain amount of money on the All Star game, or I, I mean, I don't know what the dunk contest winner could get potentially, but. It'd likely be pretty small potatoes for the league, but is money the answer to this whole thing? I don't think so. Um, I don't think these guys are motivated much by money anymore. They make so much, and if they don't make what they want to, they can call Nike and make more. So I just don't know that the All-Star game could generate the kind of money that would, would motivate them. Mm. Um, so, like, uh, you know, given given the All-Star winner's share they uh, those guys share 25 million dollars and the losers share nothing yeah i doubt that would even move the needle i really <laughs> i don't know if it would um so I, I i'm i'm tempted to say no on that one yeah um, i'm trying to think of what motivates these guys i mean and, maybe and something the number like... one thing that, the number one thing is pride that's right. what you have to appeal to their pride Right. No doubt about it. And I, the only thing with the money i agree that i don't know that individual money would matter but what if it was charity money? What if uh, what if guys got to take money, you know, give it to a charity of their choosing, you know, a, a big fat check to a good charity? That might be something that could appeal to guys. I don't know. But one thing that we've hit on, and I agree, you said it earlier, Barry, the NBA, to their credit, is trying to figure out different things that they can do to make All-Star Weekend better. Will they work? I don't know. I think it's a, it's a, it's a high mountain to climb at this point because a lot of the things that we talked about but at least they're trying. So tip of the cap to the to the NBA for at least being willing to explore these options, uh, do some different things. And hey, maybe we've given them an idea or two. Right. And here's the other thing. The NFL, Major League Baseball, they've done some tinkering over the years, yeah. but they haven't done, been near as innovative as the NBA with their All-Star Weekend and their All-Star Game. And the results show it. So I agree with you. The NBA... Thumbs up. You have you have tried. That's all we can ask. 
<laughs> well, we hope you enjoy All-Star Weekend. If that's possible, we'll try to do it too. But that's all the time we've got this week. We've got all sorts of Thunder content at selloutcrowd.com. And you can find our columns, videos, podcasts, everything we've got there at selloutcrowd.com or barrytrammell.com or jenny-carlson.com. If you want our content sent straight to your inbox, it's easy. Sign up for our newsletters. Just go to selloutcrowd.com and opt in. If this happens to be your first time hearing or watching us, be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>